from MPB Think Radio. This is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Christmas Day is exactly two weeks away, and plenty of people are already planning their holiday meal. What's going to be on your plate after all the gifts are open? Are you a turkey family, or do you prefer ham? Or do you add some flavor by adding barbecue to the holiday festivities? We're going to be joined by some meat experts to give us a taste of what they're cooking up for the holidays, but we also want to hear from you. Share your comments and experiences this morning by calling one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 or send an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends and with Christmas Day only being exactly two weeks away. Yes, two weeks from today. It will be December 25th, and plenty of people are already planning their holiday meal. What's going to be on your plates after all the gifts are open? We want to know, so make sure you do join the conversation. Are you a turkey family, or do you prefer ham? Or maybe you want to do something extra and add a little barbecue to the holiday festivities. Also, we're going to be joined by some friend of the uh, program, Patrick Bradley from Nothing But Smoke. Also, our good friends from ENL will be joining us a little bit later to talk about some holiday meats, even uh, some fried turkeys. So, if you have any questions or comments, make sure you join us this morning. One eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Deborah. How are you doing today? Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> but you could be better because we're missing your... <laughs> so let's talk about my Monday morning man. Let's go I, get it out the way. Yes. I called the attorney this morning. Kevin, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> the papers are in the mail. <laughs> this kid is on the beach again without me, and he's taking the most fabulous pictures. And he took some pictures of sunset last night, and I wasn't there. I mean... <laughs> What kind of husband is that, right? Yeah, because I know I would get in <laughs> lots, lots of trouble. I'm happy for Kevin, though. He works so hard, and he's been here for so long, and he needs the break. So I'm glad that he's taking care of himself. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we love Kevin. We just, you know, he he, he deserves a little time. Yes. Yeah, so but, when, I, when I go to Paris this spring, he is not allowed to go. I'm but just I, <laughs> I will say he, pick, he picked a good day for myself to guest host because we have some, uh, some friends of the program, like I said, Patrick Bradley from Nutt. But smoke is going to come in, and uh, he actually he fried a bird, and I love fried turkey. And we also oh, have our uh, our good friends from ENL Barbecue, a, a Jackson uh, institution here, and they're going to uh, share some holiday meats with us. But I do have uh, a little bit of housekeeping today uh, for our MPB listeners on the coast and Hattiesburg. We will experience a little bit of an outage today, starting at 10 a.m up until 4 p.m. So between the hours of 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., we need you to listen to uh, MPB Think Radio via your MPB public media app or log on to our website, mpbonline.org. 
and you can continue to get the uh, programming that you love. But Deborah, like always, you brought us in something good. What's that? So today I am celebrating my birthday a little bit early. I've actually been celebrating the whole month. My birthday is December the 15th. Happy early birthday. I will be 35. <laughs> That's the joke of the year, right? No. It's... <laughs> okay. So anyway, I brought in a fudge cake. Which is absolutely fantastic, and it is exactly what it says. For those who love chocolate, it is a chocolate lover's dream. It, it's a recipe that I actually created last night. Oh, wow. And I thought about all the things that I love, and I was like, I love, you know, brownies and f- that fudgy feeling that you get when you have a bite of cake. I love walnuts and pecans, and I love cream cheese. And all those elements are in this cake. And I'm really excited, job because, of course, you know we're doing a cookbook mm-hmm. through Peace in the Storm Publishing. Hi, Elise Gabrielle. <laughs> and uh, so the book is going to be coming out the first of the year, uh, around February. And so I'm really excited. So we're creating new recipes. And this is going to be one of those recipes that are actually going to be in the book. But I was also inspired by the snow, Java. Yes. Oh, that my was, gosh. We, we can't go. we got to talk about the snow because Friday... It just, the the heavens opened up. (laughs) Okay, so it was like, um, I woke up and I I saw, you know, snow and I thought, I know I'm getting older. (laughs) (laughs) A little white spots. Yeah, am I seeing white spots? Because, you know, when my my window is open to my bedroom so I can see outside first thing in the morning. Nobody can see in, but I can see out. And it's really fantastic. And so I saw these little, and I said, "This, this can't be snow. And like a little kid, I ran downstairs and went outside, and I thought, yes. And Java, I literally, I think I made the kids mad. From the snowballs to the snow fights (laughs) to snowmen to taking – it was fantastic. Yeah, it it was something to see um, because I know when they were uh, forecasting it, it was just supposed to be like a little light dusting or something like that, but – I mean, anytime we get snow here in, in Mississippi, it's always like an unexpected surprise and a treat. Well, this was really fantastic because the Weather Bureau said we had not had this kind of snow flurry in Jackson since 1929. And I see that. How fantastic yeah, is that? Yeah, because it, it, was a major, it was a major snow event. I mean. The it, weather outside is frightful. <laughs> it was fantastic. You're listening to Deep South Dining. I'm Java Chapman here with Mrs. Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We want you to join the conversation this morning. Maybe you had a good time in the snow. Maybe uh, put made some some nice hot chocolate. You want to tell us about one eight seven seven MPB ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Also email us at food on at mpbonline.org. Now, a little bit from my weekend, um, cooking-related, I dabble in the kitchen every Go once Java. in a while. But uh, <laughs> my son and I, we um, we, made, we made a memory and uh, baked some gingerbread cookies. Are you uh, serious? Yeah, we did. We baked some gingerbread cookies uh, just last night. We were FaceTiming with the, uh, with the grandmas, you know, using their technology. So everybody was in on it. And um, he's been... Fascinated. Well, I don't even want to say fascinated. He's been obsessed with the story of the gingerbread man. Run, run as fast as you can. Can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. So he wanted to make gingerbread cookies, and that's Do what we... Do you know the gingerbread man? I know the gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> we got an early caller coming in, and... Um, well, not not right now, but... Um, but, yeah, it was, it, it was fun. Um, like, he... We rolled the dough up and we got the, the rolling pin and rolled rolled it flat. Had the cookie cutters. They were actually ninja bread cookies. Oh, 
okay. so they were they were cutouts into like some of them were kicking and some of them were punching and so he we we had a lot of fun yesterday. But what I love about that job and it's what I say all the time, taking your children into the kitchen with you, you know, from very early age, it creates lasting lifetime memories from the experience of the love that they get from you, but it's those um there are times that I have um cellular memories of smell and I smell things that reminds me of my grandmother in the kitchen or my mom in the kitchen and those are memories that will never leave you and you inspire your children when you take them in the kitchen you inspire them to be creative to find their own voice to be themselves I mean it's just quite amazing and then you know to have a a dad moment like that because a lot of times kids get mommy moments well mom mom was in the kitchen too she helped decorate oh now you Uh want to tell the whole story <laughs> you know, we had we had a good time. We had a good family moment. My my littlest one, uh, the one year old, she was running around. So she she may have some of those like those smell memories uh, more so than like my son. He actually you know put his hands in the. Oh, trust stuff me, like he'll that. remember that forever, John. Oh, yeah. I think that's sweet. Let's go to uh, Kathleen in Osaka this morning. Um, thank you for joining us. How you doing, Kathleen? Hey, darling. Good morning. I'm trying to thaw out. <laughs> I think I should buy me one of those old union suits. It was so cold. Oh, my gosh, girl. Let me tell you. I had features out here. It was really it's been really cold, but I love it, Kathleen. Well, uh, here's a good little tip for you and the crew. But first, I wanted to tell you how much it's been uh, a part of my life to enjoy you guys. All the shenanigans, (laughs) seeing Kevin grow up. Lord knows we can't let him Google that goose this year. <laughs> and uh, the oh, and I got a kick out of your gumbo girl. Oh my gosh! The- I actually saw her this morning. Yeah, this morning on 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 the way to here at MPB. Yep. Well, Kathleen, let me say this to you too, sweetheart. We love the fact that you are always supportive and that you're here, and not just you, but all the amazing people that have made my life so yummy for the last three years. So thank you for always calling and sharing oh, with us. Oh, we've got we've got uh, Mikey and Timothy and Miss <laughs> uh, Lee and. Uh, it, it's just, you know, you, you, you hear where they come in, Lord, let's not forget Frank. <laughs> I can never forget <laughs> Frank. <laughs> well, anyway, on a day uh, like this, and I know this is sounds silly, and uh, not everybody's mom or sister, but when it's cold in the house and you know you're going to be turning your heat on, whether you got food for dinner or not, throw in and bake a turkey. Bake a long, uh, long and slow uh, cook uh, pork roast. That way, you've not only used your heat, but you've got something to put aside. Pack it up, put it in the freezer, and then when it's 90 degrees outside, you can have a nice roast pork mashed potato dinner in just a couple of seconds pops out the the, uh, freezer. So you get to use your fuel twice. I agree with that. Yeah, Yeah. if if you're going to be using your your oven or your uh, fireplace, those are great times to cook something really fantastic. You know, and I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I love that show you did with the meat uh, from Flora. Yes, the Flora Butcher. Oh, I was ready to pack my bags and run over there. Girl, and he's cute as a button. Once you see him, you're going to really pack your bags, right? <laughs> well, thanks for the laugh. I learned a little and love y'all a bunch. And I love the listeners that also call in. They're like friends. Absolutely. So I enjoy you year-round. Well, thank you, you for the love, a, a Kathleen. Good Christmas, and job. I didn't forget you and your children. 
and all the uh, Kevin. Lord knows we can't forget Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can never forget Kevin. He's we... getting a divorce, Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> and we... Well, I enjoy you very much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for calling in, Kathleen. That's uh, I, I always I'm usually on the other side of the microphone, but um, I do appreciate all our callers and the listeners because everywhere I turn, even um, I was uh, somewhere Friday night and somebody came to me and say, I heard you on MPB. I'm yeah. just surprised about how many people tune in and, you know, just well, rec- recognize the voice also. You know, speaking of, you know, great gifts, really being here for me, I have got an extended family, not just with the staff here at MPB, but literally the callers are like, you know, my family. And Kathleen and I have had a chance to speak off air. It's just really amazing the love that you get from people. You know, being here as a part of Mississippi Public Broadcasting family. So I tell people all the time, I'm the most blessed woman in the state of Mississippi because I get to share so much love with so many people. And we're blessed to have you here. And in true, um, well, unlike uh, Kevin Farrell, we have not gotten into this cake yet. (laughs) So we're going to take our first break and uh, we're going to have a little piece of this fudge cake celebrating the early birthday for Miss Deborah Hunter. And uh, if you want to join the conversation, 1-877-MPB-RING. We would love to hear from you. That's one 672 7464 or send us an email to food at mpbonline.org. We're getting ready to add uh, Patrick Bradley from Nothing But Smoke uh, to the conversation. He's brought in something good, a delicious holiday bird, and we're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. And we're back. This is Deep South Diamond. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter. From Cooking with Honey and Friends, and this morning we're talking about your holiday meals and recipes, but more specifically, we're going to talk about the holiday meats and how to get them sweet and tender and ready for your holiday meals. And, uh, of course, we have a friend of the program, um, Mr. Patrick Bradley from Nothing But Smoke. Now, I've only been here since January, and I think Patrick Bradley has been here Three times. This is my third. Time. This is the third time. This, he's like our. He's like our most celebrated guest. <laughs> That's because we have a bunch of men in here who are carnivores. Who you know, and and Patrick is always bringing the most delicious entree of meats in here. So how about that? Yeah, because as soon as we we had the break and we opened the door, I don't think I've seen that many just, men in here before. The the, the, flavor, <laughs> the flavors and the smell just kind of whoosh to your to your nose real quick. How you doing this morning, man? Doing good. Doing good. He glad always to be, glad to be back in a nice setting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually, Patrick, we, we we tried to give you a little radio insight. Come here a little bit early to set up and things like that. But Patrick gave me a text and said, "I'm running a little late, man. Um, I had to fry that bird." I was like, "I didn't even know you were gonna fry the bird." Tell us, man, talk, talk about that fried turkey, because I love it. I don't know who created that or who was the first person to say, let's drop this turkey in the deep fryer, but I'm I'm glad they did. I, I don't know either, but it, it is, has been um, another creative moment for outside cookers. Um, it, it brings a, a different, um, I guess, technique of doing a turkey, because we've always used to roasting 
mm-hmm. the turkey or baking or what have you. But here, you drop it in some grease for an hour or so, and voila. So I'm sure it was some man who was supposed <laughs> to cook dinner and screwed up. And he was like, I got to hurry up and fix this. <laughs> And not only did he fry the turkey, he probably burned down the garage at the same time. What okay. book did you read that out of? <laughs> no, just being, being honest, one, one, of my fa- one of my favorite parts of uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays is not the actual burning down of, of the driveway, but, you know, the fire the department always want to give out these warnings. So to give out the warnings, they have to actually, like, burn down the fire, burn down the driveway, showing you the wrong way to do it. And it's it's so funny. They usually put it like on a 20-foot pole and then drop it down into the uh, into it, the deep fryer. Right. It's something that, got, you know, when you see this, you just know that that's something that a guy would do. It's like, come you on know? now. You got to have a little bit more. You got to be a little bit better than that. You don't just drop it from 20 feet. It's like, oh, we got to cook this bird. Right, right. As long as you don't drop it frozen, you won't have too many problems. Yeah, now that's, that's true too. A lot of people would take it straight out the freezer and think no. that you can just put it in this this I don't I'm I'm not an experienced cook but I know that's not, yeah, that's not well right. you would you wouldn't do that with turkey and neither would you do it with um frying chicken if you even in the house. What you don't ever want to do is put cold meat in a hot skillet of oil because then you create an, an instant disaster whether you're inside or out. So for safety tips always throw out your meat. Make sure it's at room temperature before you drop it in. The and female it, perspective. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, 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 meet, yeah. we see meat and we see fire. Yeah. They should go together. Right. <laughs> so I think that's why they call you guys cavemen. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, now, I do know um, uh, with the fried turkey has come, I guess, the Cajun um, uh, flavoring of the fried turkey. Mm-hmm. Is that something you do, Patrick? Uh, yes. Um, like a Cajun, either, Cajun deep fried? Hot or mild, but I, I typically do the mild. Um, it just depends on what the person actually wants. Uh, okay. And that's basically you taking a seasoning and injecting the actual turkey with that hot, it's just pepperic seasoning and drop it in the grease. And then once it comes out, it's a hot, um, spicy type turkey. No, I don't want you to, you know, give away any any trade secrets. But how do you, you know, you get that 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 good Cajun flavor, Miss Deborah? You probably- um, they, you know, it's the the normal injection. Uh, some people inject it the night before or the day before, a couple hours, and let it kind of get in and set. And then once you set it, refrigeration wise, take it out, let it get room temperature, drop it in the grease. Depends on the poundage of the uh, turkey. Pull it out, and it'll have that Cajun flavor. And you can create that Cajun flavor whether you're roasting a turkey or frying it. It's not just exclusive uh, job to frying turkeys. And you can do the same thing with your hens. It's just a matter of choosing uh, a combination of right spices that are very spicy, peppery, spicy, you know, hot kind of uh, spices. Uh, to create that texture and that taste and the color. And one of the things uh, that he mentioned was, of course, paprika, and that's where you get that beautiful red coloring from. But, you 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 know, you have all these cayenne peppers and red pepper flakes and all these things that will create a nice, fiery bite for you if that's what you're looking for. And, again, you can do that in the oven. Or you can do that with a duck. You can do it with turkey. You can do it with ham. It's just really wonderful. If you like spicy foods, I don't always want everything at the table spicy, though. 
Not, yeah, I'm yeah. I, I, I'm not a uh, a heat person. I will take a little bit of spice. My my wife's from Louisiana, so I'm I'm coming around. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like just just big 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 spice. But I do love, especially with that fry bird, it gives that that different coloring to it, and it, it was just kind of like a, a reddish orange, kind of you know. <laughs> it's, I mean, hey, I'm not. You guys ain't. The well, the turkey like, today is golden. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. There golden. Go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, now that's that, that's a, that's a good thing. Now with this um, fried turkey, is there a certain like? Um, I guess depending on the weight of the of the turkey, how you would um, how you would cook it, how long it has to be. Yes, um, with the the way you cook the turkeys is based on the pound. Uh, I typically a good cooking turkey is between ten twelve pounds. And, I agree, and that's um, up to hour ten hour fifteen minutes frying. Um, if you go past fourteen fifteen sixteen pounds, now you got to cook it a little longer. Um, but typically, a good cooking turkey is ten twelve pounds. Is that a suggestion? Like you know, going higher in the the poundage. It's not a well. The more the bigger the bird, the more it feeds, um, so to speak. But it's just you know it depends on how many turkeys you're cooking that day. You know I'm typically cooking up to seven turkeys a day, so that's time. Um, and with that seven turkeys, that's at least eight and a half hours of cooking. Unless I'm cooking double burners or something like that, but it's it's more time efficient. And one of the things I noticed too, the bigger the bird, sometimes even when you've cooked it appropriately, the the tougher the meat. The younger the bird, um, you get a more tender bite from the meat when the finished product is done. And that's that's true to a lot of different varieties of meat that you buy. The older a cow is, you know, the the the, the less marbling you'll get, you know, because it loses fat as it gets older. And so you want to make sure that you're getting something that's you know really young. With a nice, um, you know, nice bite to it. There you go again. He's fired. <laughs> and this happens every time. <laughs> All right. While, while, we, while we settle this out, um, also during the holidays, you know, sweets, sweets are really big. We have uh, Jesse from Mobile on the line. And um, you have a, a, a delicious cheesecake recipe for us. Is that right, Jesse? Yeah, emails. I just want to make sure you guys got that email because I spoke to Deborah last week. I said I'd get it sent to her. Okay. Well, yeah. If you could um, go ahead and um, I mean, this is this is your shot, Jesse. Go ahead and let us know how how you how you get it done. Well, I emailed her. I just want to make sure she got it. Okay. Yeah, we should be able to um, check it. But if you could just give it to us over the air right now, that'll be even even better. Well, I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> oh, come on, Jesse! You got you got to be you got to be prepared, my man. <laughs> He's prepared. He was just trying to make sure I got it. Thank you so much, Jesse. I appreciate it. Uh, we're All gonna right. pull that up in a little bit, and we'll be able to read that to you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks, doll. Oh, I was trying to give Jesse his 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 uh his, <laughs> his 15, 15 minutes. He could have you know he could have got got everybody there. Um, so <laughs> there t- you go. Okay. Shoot a shot. All right. So. Um, we we got a first bite of this cake that I made, and um, we've got closed eyes in the room. And Where's you. the ice cream? Oh, see, <laughs> see, now we're trying to go to the next, next, Man. next level. Oh, I can't. Ugh. This is what is this? This is a fudge cake. It's a recipe that I created this morning to celebrate my birthday. This morning? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, there was. I mean, didn't you fry the bird this morning? <laughs> 
Come on now, Patrick. Now, always, now, also, you brought in some other things too. Too, you can't. I mean, like I say, you like one of our favorite, our favorite guests around, and and it's no question why because he always comes <laughs> with like double and triple triple goodies. Well, for the holiday, you know, we've talked in seasons as far as um, tailgating and uh, the beginning of the cooking, the cooking madness of the year. Uh, so here we are at the end of the year. And this is the holiday season, so typically you do holiday meats, um, and that 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 takes out the, for the year. Um, of course, we talked about the fried turkey. Uh, ribs are a big hit. Rib tips, uh, sausages, little finger type food for the parties. Um, smoked wings, and uh, what else did I do? It's a little bit of some everything in that in those pans out there. So. I, I love the idea of bringing uh, different meats to the to the table for the holidays, and ribs are one of those things, Patrick, that I loved bringing. And this year, we're going to be introducing our orange glaze cher- and cherry ribs because during the holidays, you want to be able to pick up those you know remnant flavors of the holidays. So literally, we marinate the ribs uh, in a uh, spice, but we also have little orange juice that goes in it. And then we let it soak overnight. And then in the next morning, I glaze it with um, some cherries, and we bake it off. And it's beautiful to look at. It's wonderful to taste. So it's a great way to bring something other than, you know, those traditional things that we're used to. And and uh, we were talking earlier. I like the idea of having, you know, because once you go through Thanksgiving, you've done all the traditional stuff. You've done your turkey and your dressing. And so you want, might want to spice Christmas up a little bit. Is you know changing out the menu by uh, whether it's a seafood menu or a traditional barbecue menu. So if somebody's out there listening and you're doing something different for the Christmas holidays, please call us and let us know what what your holiday ideals are. Oh yeah, and one of the favorite things about the holiday season, and we're getting ready for our company um, um, holiday uh, party get together, is the meatballs. I don't know why you they, love a good I meatball. I don't know why meatball, <laughs> meatballs don't come around unless it's the holidays, and then they're in like they are plentiful. That <laughs> crock pot and just a little bit of sauce. Drop that meat in there. Let them simmer. Nothing, nothing too simple. I mean, nothing too fancy. Maybe a little little hint of brown sugar in there. Just to give them a little. Now, Kevin makes some absolutely extraordinary meatballs, and of course, he we've talked about it before. But one of his the base that he uses. Uh, some jelly and it's grape jelly in the sauce and it makes a really wonderful glaze for the meatballs but yes that's one of the things that you do want to add you know to your your holiday table if you're you know fixing um, you know a lot of different things for your guests to share that's always a great item to add to your table Let's go ahead and take our um our next while we get Patrick some ice cream. Let's go ahead and take our next break for the uh, for the hour. Oh, uh, Jesse, we did get your email about this sweet potato cheesecake. So um yeah, we're gonna Jesse's get we're gonna girl. get into that. Also, um uh, we have another email came in um talking about this sweet potato casserole from Paul. If you want to send us an email, give us a um. Your recipes, food at mpbonline.org, or you can give us a call right now this morning, 1-877-672-7464. This is Deep South Dining here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
And we're back. This is Deep South Dining here on MPB Think Radio. And I can just say I love this program. I can just say it with all of my heart and all of my fervor that this program is the best on MPB oh, Think Radio. I love it. I love it. I love my. Not only because we break all the rules. I mean, I, it, 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 every time I every time Monday rolls around, I'm just like. The first thing they told us <laughs> when we were in school, you don't eat on air. You don't drink anything but water on air. But we, 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 are, creating, we are creating a moment, and we do it every Monday. Yeah. Now let me eat this Friday. <laughs> we get to share love with people all over the state of Mississippi, you know, every Monday. And I love it. I love it when I walk in the building, you know, and you see faces light up. And, you know, food always brings up, especially when it's yummy food. A sense of kindness, you know. It's a great way to make friends. It's a great way to talk to people that you would have never talked to before. I think everybody should cook. It's a great way to get to know your family. Mm -hmm. You don't have to cook every day. It could be once a month, once every three months. But there needs to be a day that you set aside, take all of your social devices, lock them away for at least an hour, and sit down and laugh. You know, when when I'm serving uh, food at, at my home, there, there are a couple of rules. Number one, there's no television in the area, so you can't watch television. I don't have television at home, period, so you, there's no TV. And then there's, there's no uh, cell phones allowed at my table because I want people to really be able to look at each other and talk to each other. And food's a great way to just, you know, fall in love with your family all over again. Now, Patrick, tell me about this sauce that I had to run outside and go get <laughs> right before we went back on the air. Just, it's just sauce. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. We'll, we'll it's, it's not. It's not the special um, get down on it type. Deal. Okay, it's just a basic uh, sweet barbecue. Okay, we'll leave, we leave it at that. Modesty, <laughs> modesty. Okay, that's all right. But yeah, we're still um, eating on this turkey. Um, I just like I say, it has it, it has a, a certain color that I know that's fried, and then that skin gives it a little little bit of snap on it. And again, for people who don't want to fry turkey, you can still get these really beautiful, amazing colors on your bird that you're going to roast in your oven. One of the great ways to do that is, of course, to make sure that you coat your your bird really well, whether you're using a coconut oil or me, I'm an old-fashioned girl, I want a little bit of butter on my bird, and then create a nice crust with your seasonings. Make sure you always, and if you really want to pick up color, tiramic is one of those ways to pick up beautiful yellow tones in your bird. Add a little bit of uh, paprika, you know, to and mix those two things together, and you get a really beautiful orange tone when your bird is done. Add in your salts, your peppers, and all of the garlics and all those other things that you want to add onto your bird. And, and, and of course, you cover it for the first, you know, hour or so, and then you take your foil off and allow it to finish roasting that way so it crisps up really nice and you get that really beautiful magazine, you know, thing that everybody wants on their bird. That crisp is exactly what... what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Since we are mentioning <laughs> colorings, um, I tried something different for the first time. So you are the guinea pigs of today. I was... Um, then my cooking buddy was like, hey, you need to try to fry a turkey and rub it in mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mayonnaise? No. You put mayonnaise on the bread and you put turkey in between it and make the turkey sandwich. He said, no. He said, marinate it in mayonnaise and drop it in the grease. He mm-hmm. said, well, you know, put your seasoning on it and then drop it in the grease. But this particular bird that you're 
eating on now. I marinated it with the mayo for a day or so. Got up this morning, took it out early so it could kind of uh, cool down. And once I pulled it out of that grease after the hour and 15, 20 minutes, it had a very nice, shiny gold coat. Mm -hmm. And that's a big difference because a lot of time when you're frying the turkey, um, when you're seasoning it from the outside and frying it, all the seasoning that sits on outside that turkey goes to the bottom of that pot and it burns your grease. Right. So in order to kind of conserve the grease a little bit, unless you're, you know, because peanut oil is expensive. But to conserve it, to give it more life, um, I, I actually dropped the bird without injecting it. And once I pulled it out of the, the grease, then I seasoned it and same effect. Fantastic. And, you know, mayonnaise or mayo, depending <laughs> on where you're from. You know, when I was little, I used to say mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> like it belonged to me or something, right? Mayonnaise. Um, one, of, one of the things, even when I'm cooking cakes, Patrick, uh, to, to add to the moisture level, if a recipe calls for six eggs, I'll do three eggs and equal amounts in mayonnaise. And what it does is it keeps the, your cakes really moist. Uh, and it adds a really wonderful consistent to the cake because the one thing you don't want is dry cake when you're done, whether you're cooking a pound cake or like today with this fudge cake. It's just and you can't taste it. It has a, a really wonderful moistness to it. And so it's, you know, it has a lot of uh, purposes other than just adding it to a sandwich. It's great for your hair. It's great for your skin. It's just so many other things that you can do with it other than just spread it on bread. I'm just saying. Now, we have Mar, uh, Marlou, Marlou on the line. We're going to go ahead and go to the phones. How are you doing this morning, Marlou? Thanks for calling. Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. How are you today? I'm, I'm well. Actually, I'm under the weather. I heard a few moments ago you have a birthday soon, <laughs> and I wanted to say in German, happy birthday. Frohen Geburtstag, Deborah, und alles, alles Gute. And I said, may I? Have a wonderful uh, birthday, and may you have the best of everything. Oh, my gosh. Many blessings to you, beautiful lady. Thank you. You're welcome. And the lady who answered the phone said her birthday is the 19th. Well, guess what? Mine is the 22nd. We should all celebrate together. <laughs> I would love that. Absolutely love that. So we should. I'll reach out to you later, and maybe we could get together and have dinner. I would love that, Marlou. That sounds wonderful. I'm enjoying your show. Avita Hurden. Avita Hurden, girl. Thank you. Marlo is always a, a delight when she calls in um, to Deep South Diner. So you know I'm going to feel famous all day today, right? Because she said my name, Deborah. <laughs> she, she, put the, she put the little... Oh, little my one. gosh. It just sounds so sexy. So all day today, I'm just going to be Deborah. <laughs> now, if you want to join the conversation, you can join in one 672 7464 That's one 877 mpb ring or send an uh, email to food at org. Also want to uh, at this programming note for our people on the coast in Hattiesburg, we will experience an outage today from 10 a.m. to about 4 p.m. So if you want to continue listening to MPB Think Radio, you can log on to our website, mpbonline.org, or through our MPB public media app where you can listen on your phone or your tablet. Now, we had an email come in from uh, Paul, and he was, he was talking about the sweet potatoes. And I know during the holidays, a lot of people like to go for that sweet potato casserole. Mm -hmm. And he says some like the nut topping and others like the marshmallows. Which, which What do you do? 
Deborah? Well, I actually do them both. And that's what he said. He said, I use both. I combine I combine pecans, crushed cornflakes, brown sugar, and melted butter, and top the casserole in stripes and bake it. Then I fill in the alternating stripes with marshmallows, pop it back in the oven, and this is the way we get both topping, and it's a very nice striped presentation. Well, I actually love the the idea that when you're combining things, you get everything that you love, you know, and that's why you find so many now recipes, for instance, like uh, the turkey that's stuffed with a duck that's stuffed with a hen. The tur- tur- turducken, yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, didn't you say you It's like some- having a the, the date of your dreams, right? <laughs> you get everything in one place. <laughs> now, didn't you say you did, because uh, I know I had a hen for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, you say you did the hens? I did hens. I did Cornish hens, though, uh-huh. for the holidays. Now, is, are, I clarify, but are they like just little turkeys? It's a little different. No, they're don't they're, laugh, they're, Patrick. Don't laugh. They're not, li- <laughs> they're not little turkeys. They're literally Cornish hens. They're they're tiny little hens. They you know they didn't say Cornish turkeys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're Cornish hens, and I love them because you know they're. For me, they're the perfect little presentation. Everybody can either have a half one or whole one on the plate, and it's really great. And you can stuff it just like you do in hand or a turkey with, you know, wonderful, you know, dressings and rice dressings and those kind of things. And it's just absolutely beautiful. Now, has anybody done the fried Cornish hens? I'm sure. They, oh, Patrick, you okay? <laughs> this first grader, right? He said, <laughs> Please I'm, give this guy a gold star already. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that. And I uh, also just got a, um, a text message from um, Elise, our friend at E&L Barbecue. She was running late this morning, but we're going to make sure that we get her into the program. And we're going to take our last break for the hour. So if you want to go ahead and join the conversation, you can get a one last call in, one eight seven seven mpb ring one 672 7464 Or you can uh, send us an email, just like Paul and uh, Jesse, with food at mpbonline.org. More Deep South Dining after the break. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. And we're back here on Deep South Dining here on MPB Think Radio. I'm Java Chapman. Filling in for Kevin Farrell. This is Deborah Hunter. <laughs> Patrick Bradley. Just had a superstar walk in the building. Former MPB um, host, producer, all around good person, Sharita Brent. Rita B. She's coming up. She's coming up next on Now You're Talking with Marsha Ramsey. And that uh, show comes on at 10 a.m. every Monday. And for all of our uh, people on the coast in Hattiesburg, I just want to say it one more time that if you are um, want to continue listening to MPB Think Radio. We're going to experience a little bit of an outage. So from 10 a.m. up until 4 p.m., log on to your MPB public media app or uh, log on to our website, mpbonline.org. So before we go any further, I want to just give a shout-out and a little bit of love to somebody who has just always been extraordinarily kind to me. Dixie Grind, I know you're listening this morning, and to all the folks in Oxford, Mississippi. She showed me... And a tremendous amount of love over the weekend. And I I will talk about that a little bit later. But it's always amazing to me the people who will show up and show the most amazing amounts of kindness to you uh, in this state. It's just 
It's like my it's like my family is getting bigger every minute, Java, and I'm really grateful for that. Love you, Dixie. Oh yeah, it's always in Mississippi. I believe yesterday was the tenth, and it was the official 200 birthday for um, Mississippi. And a lot of people are just saying that Mississippi is a one of a kind place. And the number one common thread is when you get to the people, it's just the love in between the people. Well, that's why they call it, you know, Southern hospitality. And I don't, you know, there are a lot of Southern states, you know, you talk about Louisiana and Texas and Arkansas, you know, Tennessee, but nobody does it like Mississippi. Nobody, nobody does the food, the music or the love like we do. And I'm so proud to be a Mississippi girl. And even though she's from Mobile, she's an honorary Mississippian because she tunes into (laughs) MPB Think Radio. How you doing, Mikey? How you doing today? Hey, Mikey. I'm half Mississippian, too, <laughs> <laughs> On my daddy's side, the side. Um, uh, it's always wonderful to hear you guys, and as usual, you have already given me some wonderful things. I mean, some of it came from Mobile now, that sweet potato thing, you know, that you and, and uh, I don't remember, was it Jesse and Mobile? or Yes. Anyhow. It was yeah, Paul. Paul, mm-hmm. Paul and Mobile. Pa- yeah, that was it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that, as Gomer, Gomer would say, bless his heart, you know. Um, uh, uh, and the mayonnaise tips, too. Um, I have used some, and you gave me one. Okay, I got a disaster story, i got to admit. Um, went to this lovely party with a lady. Um, it was a special birthday for her. We went to see The Full Monty, if, you, if you're familiar with that play. Um, if you're not, it's, uh, you should check it out. Uh, that's what she wanted to do for her birthday um and i made a cake that was in a star shape as you know i am the world's most pitiful baker so um but i made it with a brownie mix and thinking that i was because it was going to be just a few ladies you know going ranging in ages from 74 down to 20 um and i thought well i'm going to cut the oil in this so what I did was put applesauce in it, and, and then I microwaved it. It turned out to be a beautiful cake, star-shaped, you know, chocolate, chocolate icing on it, and then those long, slender candles, so they looked like fireworks coming out of the top of it. However, the tips of it, <laughs> the tips of it were kind of hard, and so your mayonnaise trick is what I'm going to do in the next century when I try to bake another cake, okay? <laughs> Not in the next century, Mikey. Uh, the, the thing, too, is is when you're putting cakes uh, in the microwave, you really have to be very mindful of, of your timing because, of course, you, you know, the, the heat is superimposed and it can take uh, what could be really wonderful and turn it into something very hard or very rubbery. So, uh, well, I, I suggested that we pour some Tia Maria or Kahlua over those portions. <laughs> and uh, and that, that seemed to help. Everyone was in a better mood, at least. um, Thank you so much for everything that y'all do for us. Um, And thank you, Kathleen, for mentioning me and and the energy tips that um, especially she and Timothy seem to come up with some amazing stuff. And Java, thank you for being Java. I mean, you just... You got it going on. Well, I, pre- I appreciate that, Mikey. And we, can we, you say Java Mon? <laughs> <laughs> we, we thank we thank you for being uh, being Mikey and always showing us uh, love and support here on Deep South Dining and uh, all our programs here at MPB Think Radio. A lot of a lot of people genuinely show us love, and we we greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Ah. <laughs> all right. Talk to you soon. And happy holidays, Mikey. All right, Patrick. Now you were. Um, Saying that you, well, well, I, I like all of our, all, always, uh, some of our best conversations come uh, 
come during the break, and you were talking about how your cooking or your endeavors into um, cooking has opened up just basically a whole other world for you with dealing with people and and conversations. Just talk about that real quick. It's a <clears throat> major conversational piece. I, I'm always in Kroger and Clinton, and I'm always in the meat section. So people tend to... You know, they think I'm the supervisor or the manager or something. They say, hey, do you work here? They see you so often. <laughs> they think you work wild. <laughs> and so they're like, you look like when I have a basket full of meat, you look like you're a, a griller. Um, can you give me some tips on never met this person a day in my life, but to be able to explain and give some uh, critique or some advice, that's kind of a, a humbling notion um, to the cooking game uh, where people recognize whether they know you're not, they recognize a talent or a gift in you. So it brings about a conversation piece. So you you, you go in there for five, ten minutes, but you end up, you know, there for staying 20, in the 30. grocery store forever. Yeah. Yeah. And and I love it. I, you know, I'm pretty sure that happens to you too, Deborah. Yeah. You know, I'm a social butterfly. Deborah. Yes, Deborah. <laughs> you know, I'm a social butterfly. So being, you know, I'm speaking and, you know, smiling at everybody, but it's really great to, you know, to be able to share with people. And they, and it's really wonderful when people share their stories with you, you know, and, and they'll open up and share, you know, parts of their personal life, whether it's their children or anniversaries or, you know, whatever's going on in life in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. It's really quite fantastic. And so, uh, it's always an honor, you know, and f- again, food is just that one thing that's very universal. It doesn't have any uh, racial lines. It's bipartisan. It doesn't care what your religion is. Everybody has to eat and eating and love. It just it's just the most incredible thing ever, you know, and then, of course, you know, I'm a hugger. And so food and love and hugs. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know even from uh, being, uh, you know, let's say like at uh, at a tailgate, you may not know these people, but if that if it, if it hits your nose just right, you they are coming. going you are going to walk over and say, um, yeah, hey, how you doing? What's going on <laughs> on this grill right here? You right. might not even know these people from Adam, but you're going to get to know them all because of. All because of that food. We're going to give uh, Rick from Grand Bay um, one of our last words this morning. I think I did that correct. Rick, how you doing this morning? Not too bad. I got a question. Oh, Good sure, morning, Rick. Rick. From, from my favorite food guru. <laughs> I am purchasing a new wave induction cook, cooktop. Yay! And a uh, set of cast iron that includes a Dutch oven. Oh, my. I, I'm thinking about trying to use that. Like a crock pot. Absolutely. So, so what temperature would I set that crock pot, uh, the, the cast iron to be, I'm sure it's going to regulate it to whatever temperature, uh, to act like a slow cooker crock pot? Well, it depends on how fast you want your meal done. And just like a crock pot, you know, it has low, medium, and high uh, temperatures. So if it's something that you want in slow cook, and usually when I'm using uh, my cast iron pots, it's kind of low and slow. Um, And so uh, that's really, for me, a a great way to do that because then you get to do other stuff while you're cooking. So drop that temperature low. And and slow. And if you if, you know, and if you're doing, for instance, if you're doing a roast in that, you may want to start off high and braise that meat up. You know, add a little oil in it, brown it up really good, take it out, and then you know, if you if you're creating a gravy, add your flavors, you know, and onions and whatever to the oil, 
And then once you add your, your broths to it, you want to just turn it really low and just let it cook off all day. Low and probably slow. Bring it up, probably bring it up to like a boil for maybe a little bit and, you know, maybe. Absol- absolutely. And then down to what? Maybe uh, no less than 150, wouldn't it be? Because my meat's got to be at 150 degrees when I serve it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. 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 And, and then whatever, just keep on checking it and then figure out in the future how long it took to do that one and kind of gauge from there, right? Well, again, you know, it's, it depends on the pound of, the, you know, the, the weight of the meat right. that I you understand, put. Understand. I was thinking maybe about five hours or maybe a, a brisket or something like that. And I was going to do some corned beef and cabbage. So let me tell you, w- with me, with a brisket, uh, five hours is good. But leaving it in there 18 to 20 hours, you end up with a bite that you would not believe. Low and slow, baby. And that's my, that's, <laughs> that's one of my favorite phrases when it comes to, comes to the meat and the barbecue. Low and slow. Low and slow. I didn't know anything about it, but I love those two words. (laughs) Low and slow. This is Deep South Dining, a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio. And it's funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. You That's why I say I love love the show. Our show was engineered today by Jay White. And our uh, call screener was the lovely Miss Michelle McAdoo. For Deborah Hunter of Java Chapman and I guess Patrick Bradley. Make sure you do stay tuned for Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. Also, Southern Remedy comes to you today at 11. And make sure you join us at 9 next Monday for the next Think South Dining, only on MPB Think Radio. Yeah.